Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... Ian Bruce, John Marson, and Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You've got stuck into the flash, right, Ian, after our conversations earlier? After Marcus raved about it a few episodes ago, or last episode, yeah. depending on which way these have been ordered, uh, I started watching it last week, and I'm really loving it, really, really so loving it. <laughs> It's um, good, isn't it? <laughs> it? It does remind me of Lois and Clark in that they they kind of take themselves a little bit seriously, but they but their tongue is firmly in their cheek as well. Hmm. It's hmm. not as I I did watch some of Arrow, and I'm not a massive DC fan apart from Batman, but hmm. Arrow I just found a bit too rich kid with posh toys and a bit of a bad holiday once yeah. and it's just it's not that wasn't enough for me and the flash isn't much better but at least he isn't at least he's a bit flawed he's he hasn't got everything he wants he's got i he i he's he reminds me of bat of uh peter parker in that he's a bit of okay. a bit of a nerd and he's got his job but he really wants to be doing this and his job kind of lets him do his superhero -y stuff um and I've watched the episode where the arrow, it's an episode with arrow yeah. and even that didn't piss me off too much. Cause he's a bit of a cock arrow. It's I think. brilliant. Isn't it? The fact, <laughs> um, the fact that they, they rip into him though. The fact yeah. that the, the yeah, actual yeah. show takes the yes. piss out of the it, show. Arrow. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, but not in a, and this, I, it didn't feel like here's a joke for everybody who watches arrow. It just hmm. felt like it was just enjoying what it was. So, yeah. Uh, I think I'm about nearly halfway through the first season and I'm going to stick with it. There are some uh, really good episodes. Um, there are a few times I'll just say that I was surprised at some of the things they've done and the special effects and everything. For starters, the running doesn't look crap. It's no, a bit I, weird I was a bit how worried they've done that, it. That the running would look like uh, the running from No Ordinary Family. I don't know if any of you guys yeah. caught that. Yeah, yeah. I saw it was that. just, oh, Jesus, it's a blur, and then she there's a, pause, a still of her running, and then it's a blur again. But yeah. the, the, running look, the running does look great. I would question some of the special effects. There was one yeah. I watched a few episodes ago where he leaps at a, a man who can turn himself into metal. Yeah. Uh, and it was a hugely dramatic moment, and it could have looked excellent if it didn't look like somebody's first 3D modeling project leaping yes. through the air. It just looked a bit like yeah. his face was sludge. And that, that, I found that really distracting because the, the, the build up to it and the way he rushed at camera was awesome. And then it was just, ugh. It was like, uh, Pete, it was like Spider Man jumping across the buildings in the first Spider Man movie. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah, it, it does was get better. I'm gonna say. It, I don't know what happened. Maybe they looked at it and thought, "Hmm, it does." There are some real good bits in it that kind of yeah. make you go, "Holy shit!" I, and I and I wasn't expecting that of a network show. To be honest, I kind of agree with Rob. I don't go to a network show for excellence. I go for entertainment. Yeah, you know, and that sort of thing. And that's <laughs> yeah. why I'm I'm absolutely happy to give the effects a pass because I'm enjoying hmm. the rest of it. I know the budget's going to be what it is, and for whatever reason, those effects aren't going to be as good as they could be. 
but it's network TV. What what am I expecting? Yeah. Um, yeah, finding it good fun. I may even give Agents of Shield a look after this. Um, I think I'm not sure about Maybe that. I'm not sure about that. I mean, I'm watching it because I'm I'm curious as to where it's going. There are some bits that have made me sort of go, no, but that's with any show you've watched after yeah, a certain yeah. amount of time. I mean, as Rob will tell you, I'm on series 10 of Supernatural. <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's like... it, it reminds me of that, actually. I mean, it's got yeah. the same kind of setup with his mother same, at the start yeah. and stuff. Um, it's, but it, it's just gone in a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, it, it does actually pick up and become a lot more, I would say, serious as well. And um, some of the storylines are actually pretty good. Um, and the way it goes as well, it's quite, I would say, quite nice to the lore as well. Yeah. And apparently there's a funny little, I think the guy who plays his dad, um, I think might have played The Flash in the previous TV series or something. In oh, the 70s okay. or right, something like yeah. that. I think I think well, I think that's like a nice little nod. <coughs> so yeah, it's almost like it's a generational bit. I didn't know like, that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, like Dean Kane in Supergirl. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Which nobody's yeah, well, seen yet. I, I was about to watch it. I've got it, so I'm going to watch it after this. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay. No, no. I, I would say it's like the Flash. Yeah. I would. It, it, it's just got the same kind of vibe as the Flash. Don't take mm. it seriously. No. Um, it's Supergirl. But it's, I mean, it's network <laughs> superhero TV. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. CBS. Is that actually started then, Supergirl? Um, on which viewing platform? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's out soon. I think. Um, yeah, is the way. But uh, my future self would say, give it a look. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, so right, then. One other thing about the Flash. Um, it actually shows him doing his day job superhero-y stuff. So every week isn't, oh, here's a villain who can beat you. You've got to find a cool way to beat him. That He actually does some of the just rescuing people shit, which I really like. Cause mm. What is his day job then? Well, he's a, forensic I mean, he, he's a CSI guy, mm. and there's a, right. a fair amount of that. But he, he, he is also a superhero who just wants to go out and help people. And there is a fair amount of him just going out and helping people. It's usually oh, okay. only like 30 seconds at the start of each episode, but at least it shows that he isn't a pouty superhero who every week... <laughs> has a supervillain who can best him, and he's got to work yeah. with his buddies to get over it. There's a fair amount of that, but at least it shows he's got some presence in the soap, superhero space. The fuck am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's not just a a pouty Arrow yeah. type. I think Arrow's ruined me, which sounds a bit wrong. Please edit that. I out. didn't mind Arrow, to be honest. I'm sure there are a lot of women out there that wish it's for a, that. It was all the uh, just lingering, slow chin-ups and stuff yes. like that. That, yeah, really, that really emancipated me as a man, actually, yeah. that first series of Ralph, <laughs> where he was doing that sort of bar pull-up. I was yeah. there going, oh, I hate yeah. you. I hate you. I hate you because you make me feel like a wuss. You make me feel I, I honestly <laughs> quite liked Arrow. Um, but, the problem I had was that there was just so much of it and I yeah. just couldn't, I, something had to go really and i just gave i just couldn't commit to it anymore mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I i think they're all pretty decent shows these these ones on cw and stuff but i haven't seen any of the flash yet i may well check it out at some point right then uh show that i have been watching and i think john has too in fact john told me to watch it uh, is narcos on netflix yes imagine you were born in a poor family in a poor country and by the time you were 28 years old you have so much money you can't even count it señores yo soy pablo emilio escobar gaviria haciendo negocios así que pues fresco ustedes eligen 
plata o plomo. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm Steve Murphy, drug enforcement agent. In 79, the bad guys I was chasing were flip-flops. Oh, you're running, huh? What you got? What is that? When I started, a one-kilo grass bust was cause for celebration. Before long, we were seizing 60 kilos of coke a day. The hippies had been replaced by Colombians, and these guys didn't wear flip-flops. We were witnessing the formation of the famed Medellin cartel. There was Jose Rodriguez Gacha, the Ochoa brothers, and last but not least, Pablo Escobar. Before long, the narcos were pulling in $5 billion a year. And that, America can take. Whatever's going on here? I'm in all the way. You know what that means. In war, good and bad are relative concepts. This was my war. Your party took money from Escobar. Everyone took money. By the way, it's all American money. If there's one thing I've learned in the narco world, it's that life is more complicated than you think. We had no idea what we were in for. Uh, it's all about the Medellin cartel in the eight in the well late seventies and eighties, and uh, the rule of Pablo Escobar in Colombia and all the drug business there. And uh, yeah, I, I, I've said this already before, but it started off with that kind of because it's sort of from the DEA agent's perspective. And because uh, they're working with the Colombian government to try and uh, assist in taking down these cartels. And um, yeah, so it starts off with that kind of Goodfellas monologue, like at the start, this narr- narration. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's got a Goodfellas vibe. But by the end of the season, I felt like this is more like Godfather. It's just so epic. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it's it's all history and stuff that I, I guess I didn't really get at the time i was too young to really know what was going on but um yeah it's just fantastic um what did you think john i thought it was yeah it's it's great it's um nicely paced there's a lot there's a lot going on but it's not it's not over the top like a lot of tv shows at the moment and um yeah i've actually got some facts about pablo escobar here for uh Anybody who doesn't know what we're on about. <laughs> yeah, so in in the, in the mid-1980s, his cartel was bringing in $420 million a week, so $22 billion a year this guy was turning over. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. At one point, he was the seventh richest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> they had so wow. much money, they were literally burying it. Not as rich as Oliver Queen. <laughs> yeah, he actually buried um, himself. He, he was so in rich. his business model. He factored in two point one billion dollars of loss in prof- in profits each month, but that just didn't really affect anything because it was still so much money coming in <laughs> that fuck it. That's for interceptions, like the DEA picking up packages, stuff like that. Two point one billion a month. Well, and he had to pay all those guys like a million dollars uh, per kill. Yeah, when they were off killing cops and stuff. Oh, and uh, at one point, uh, when his daughter was cold, you know, when they're hiding in the mountains at some point, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, he burnt $2 million in cash to keep her warm. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. just it's just insane isn't it yeah oh. no but it's a really good show it's 10 parts uh on netflix all up there it's been given a second season and uh yeah i mean it works i mean when i when i heard that it had been renewed i was like well isn't this just like a self-contained sort of thing but apparently they're still doing they're still at it now so it could go on for years and years um, if they wanted to. Oh, but surely uh, it it really felt like it should have come to an end at the f- at the end of the first season. Yeah, it does have like a, a that kind of an arc to it, doesn't it? Where sort of I don't well, don't want to say too much, but he does kind of get backed into a corner eventually. Well, it, um, the book that it's based on is called Killing Pablo, and I think everybody knows how he ends up. So, like that's kind of what I was expecting to see happen at the end of the series. I thought it would be. You know, we we're going to do the classy thing and end it here. Um, mm. You know, we'll you've you've seen the whole story now, but it looks like they're going to drag it out for a bit. Them trying to hunt him down in the hills and all that shit. Did, yeah. Did, did it look like towards the end of the series that it may have just ran for one season and then they saw how popular it was? No, they wouldn't because they'd have filmed it all by then, wouldn't they? It's Netflix, okay. so it all came yeah. out at once. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think they yeah. just saw that it was going to do well, um, so figured let's spread it out a bit. Hobbit style. Yeah. Um, it's actually one of the lead actors in it is Pedro, Pedro Pascal, who you might remember um, coming to a sticky end in Game of Thrones. Uh, he was the... Uh, Blinding headache. Blinding episode, yeah. one of the two. Shit. Yeah, he was the Martell chap. Uh, and All yeah. brains and no brawn. Yeah, Ob- Oberyn Martell, that's right. And uh, yeah, he's very good in this. And... Uh, they're all very good, especially the guy who actually plays Pablo. Um, he really owns it, like Tony Soprano style. Yeah. Um, I love his little and, walk that he does all the time with his belly sticking out, just like yeah. Pablo used to do. You saw him. Oh yeah. But no, if you if you're interested in like crime and um, that that kind of historic crime thing, then uh, yeah, I really recommend it. It's a fantastic show. Yeah, I'll check it out. I think. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you also you also uh, watched the pilot of Bastard Executioner, didn't you, John? I unfortunately, yeah, I did subject myself to that one. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> was it... It, no, it's not quite as bad as all that, but it's it's two hours long and nothing really happens. Um, <laughs> this is the new show by Kurt Sutter, who uh, did Sons of Anarchy. Well, I say nothing happens. There's, there's a vast amount of violence, people getting chopped up, garroted throat slit all that kind of stuff but um yeah in terms of me giving a shit about any of them by the end of it no it didn't really happen <laughs> there was uh yeah just kind of tedious really it's it's about a guy who who's a soldier and he has a vision that he should put his sword down um so he puts his sword down and uh instead of that decides that he's gonna become a journeyman executioner just going town to town um chopping off heads that kind of thing <laughs> So no one Which else has to do it. Yeah. funny, because he had a vision of putting his sword down, so he picks up a sword and cuts through his heads off. No, 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 that's an axe. Ah. Oh. So that's allowed. So, oh, okay, cool. Oh, go. I see. And there's so, your plot. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I've taken away from it so far. I'll probably watch the second one just to see if it gets any better, and because I like medieval stuff. You know what the um, second series is going to be? What's that? He's got a he picks axe up down. the sword. Yeah. <laughs> you have a vision. You're going to have to get a halberd or like a pike or something. Yeah. 
Oh, so so how's Katie Sagal in it then? Because I know she's obviously in it because she's married to Kurt Sutter. Is she playing some sort of? Mi- she looked like some sort of mystic or something. Yeah, pictures. Um, you haven't really seen much of her by the end of episode one, um, but yeah, she is in it, and um, right. she just looks like Gemma with chainmail on, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, okay. Well, uh, uh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess we'll we'll find out how it how it. Uh, pans out in in the coming weeks i'm yeah. curious whether it's going to end up as like sons of medieval anarchy you know he's going to join a horse group <laughs> yeah. and they're going to be going around <laughs> as long Clean as it's just town. not people telling each other the same thing like over and over again yeah that was my problem with sons of anarchy was that it just got a bit soapy and my main problem with this more than anything out. is tech the technicals on it like the uh the camera angles are just not right the um, composition of all the shots just looks well off to well, me. I what can't... do you mean by not right for the angles, John? Uh, well, it's always close up with a wide angle lens in people's faces, so they're a bit distorted. Right. And um, it, I think what he's trying to do is give it a feeling like of intimacy, but it's just, um, it's just too, it's too in your face, and you can't watch it comfortably. Does that make <laughs> no, sense? Right. Like extreme yeah. close-ups the whole time, yeah, yeah. and then he pans around to the next guy as they talk. It's like, no, just compose a fucking scene and get the actor <laughs> to act. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's the same director, uh, Paris Barkley, who did a lot of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, really? He did 53 episodes of Sons of Anarchy, so... I never yeah, had a problem I... with Sons of Anarchy as far as that stuff goes. It was, you know, it was kind of... It felt quite competent, but on this, it's just... Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, it's it's filmed quite badly. And I think maybe some of that is due to um, we've only got so much budget for uh, for for sets and for costume. So if we keep it cropped in tight, mm. uh, then you're not going to see all the crap that's going on in the background. <laughs> we run out of trees and castles. Just like... Yeah, planes flying overhead or whatever. The uh, cinematographer um, is Mike Sprague, and he did he's done Strike Back and um, the Musketeers for the BBC, I think, most recently. It's too that, was, ridi- that always looked good, that did. It, but it's yeah, ridiculous, so maybe it's just but money. fun. But, I mean, they're both yeah. ridiculous shows. I Strike Back, I flicked through it once and went, nah. But no. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, uh, I have I have been watching uh, This Is England 90. Freeze! Only joking, we're not the cops. Flippin' Iggy. Good to see you. Good to see you both. Well, you look far out, man. You're looking well, both of you. Oh, Similar. Cheers. It's not an accident. Was that your music, was it? Absolutely. Awful, man. It's hurting. Oh, Lad. On. What are you into? Roses and shit. Yeah? It's gay. It's gay? Yeah, proper. Yeah. That's a fucking con. Yeah. Yeah? This is my idea. Ten seconds long. What are you going to do during that? Can't cruise very far. Not in ten seconds. Not in ten seconds. That's no, Ten-second cruise. Cheers, lads. Wicked. What the fuck do you want? Oh, why are you here? It's funny you should say that, Arv. I'm after some of the, uh don't pass, more pass, both The what? Come on, Arv. You know what he means, mate. No, I don't. I ain't got a clue. Bit of pack cash. What? Some of the old, uh Wactoria, Bactoria. Are you, are you assuming I'm some drug dealer or something? Whoa, 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 whoa. let's not throw words around like that, Harvey. I think we're safe here, lads, to be honest with you. 
You know, word on the street, you're the Pablo Escobar of this estate. And yeah? We've just come to see you. Okay. Right, what do you want then? A quid's worth. A quid's worth? Just for tonight. Count back in the morning, you won't even know it's gone. Right, you're gonna, you're gonna borrow a quid's worth? Yeah, that's it. Don't worry like that, boss. Let me explain. There's this bird. Yeah? She's gonna let me shag her. I can get some of that stuff. Now, she wants the red seals, but any old shit sand. So what I'm thinking is, I'm gonna let her sniff it while I'm up to me old tricks and her knickknacks. Yeah. Yeah? Pop it back in the wrapper, nip it back round in the morning. You don't have to give me the full quid back. Just 50p or something. I'm telling you now, mate, smelling it won't do fuck all. It won't, it won't do will, it. Will. No, it won't, mate. You oh, don't mate. work. You have to burn it. You no, have to burn it and no. inhale it or it's eat just... it or something. No, it's called sniff banging. Sniff banging. Yeah. Right. It's new. It's hot from the States. Okay. Um. Well, if I get you, then, will you, you take your, your shit and fuck off? No, I'll take that one off. Yeah? On, no mate. worries, mate. Enjoy this. So funny. There you go. There's your fucking quid's worth. There's your molecule. Thanks. Thank you. you. Knock yourselves out. See you in the morning. See you later. See you later. Enjoy, Enjoy boys. Yeah, nice one. Brilliant. See you bit. Take care. Take it easy. Lovely. Has, has anyone else caught any of this yet? No. Not yet, no. No. Quite no. looking forward no. to watching it, because obviously, like, my era, your era... Well, yeah. I mean, I think I I was a little bit younger than these guys are in this at this time, but yeah, the music, the period, it's all very uh, authentic. Uh, I mean, I've been watching these since the original movie, which I think was um, I don't know, probably about ten years ago now. Um, but yeah, that one was set in like eighty three, I think. Then they did eighty six, and then eighty eight, and then ninety as like four part sort of mini series. So you've seen these characters kind of well some of them go through hell in it um but it's interesting i thought as i was watching it that it's almost sort of uh reflected shane meadows career really because when these uh films when when he started making films a lot of his films were quite bleak like um uh dead man's shoes which is a masterpiece of a movie in my opinion yeah um and that was really really dark and twisted um, and so were some of the early seasons of This Is England, even though they were kind of set up, uh, he made them all afterwards. But he's recently branched into a bit of comedy with this uh, Scorsese film that he did with this fictitious rapper. Uh, and they were doing a gig before mm-hmm. Arctic Monkeys came on and they actually did that gig. It was all part of the film. Um <laughs> So it was all a bit of an, a comedy art thing. And I tell you what, this latest season of This Is England is absolutely hilarious. Um, they do... the Where this show has gone... It also goes to some dark places as well. Um, like there's some very unfortunate um, sexual violence in the middle uh, season and also a little bit in this one. Sorry, but they're can I all... just ask, where would one find fortunate sexual violence... Unfo- well, so consensual hope. sexual violence. Oh, okay. All right, no, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I, I, some people are into it, I think, but you know, enough said. Uh, but this is England '90 uh, is is just really funny. They've got some really really amusing characters in there. Um, I think they use the term uh, sniff. What is it? Sniff fucking or something? And um, oh god, it's just just oh ridiculous. And, um, yeah, it's just really, really funny. Um, so if you want to laugh, uh, yeah, this is England 90. And also it's got Joe Gelgan in, who's going to be in the new Preacher show. Um, and oh, just, cool. yeah, 
watching this is just like, oh, I'm so glad he's Cassidy. He's a really good choice. Uh, wasn't he in... That's good to hear. Misfits as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's very good and very funny. Who was he in Misfits? Got... Which which character was he? He was one of the later... He was the guy with the doppelganger. Or with the... That cloned himself. Oh, I've only seen like a few of the first wow. series. That so. was quite a massive spoiler. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched a film of sorts, a TV movie, if you will, called The Game Changers. And how was that? <laughs> well, to be honest, right, I, I thought, I, as I often do with these sort of biopic-y things um, or shows where they're talking about something that I never really get to see um, and geek out about a bit, I did kind of enjoy all the the references in the script to what essentially is the making of uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the video game. Um, And they've chosen to show this from both sides. So you get uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing um, Sam Hauser and uh, he is there in his glass office telling people what to do. And... um, then on the other hand, you have um, Jack Thompson, who's played by, damn it, why can't I remember his name? It's uh, Bill Paxton, is it? <gasps> How can you not remember Bill Paxton's name? <gasps> oh, I know, Ouch. I know, I'm evil. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and Jack Thompson's played by Bill Paxton, and uh, they, they, they've decided to cast him in a kind of sympathetic light. I think basically to sort of controversially uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, just try and balance it out, I suppose. Um, But yeah, essentially, this guy is against the idea of Grand Theft Auto and violent video games in general. And uh, it covers the whole hot coffee controversy where, um, well, the way it's told in in the film is that Sam Hauser wanted full sex in the uh, in the game, and they cut it out to get it into to get it classified. Why is that a hot but coffee they, thing? They forgot, but well, because uh, in the game, I the, believe that was the um, code name. Because you want to come in for some hot coffee? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <So that> was, <laughs> that's apparently how you got into it. Which is why um, a lot of people said the Nescafe. It comes from the Nescafe adverts, I think. <laughs> oh, where um, the bloke goes around to the fit woman's house and they just drink coffee and everyone was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's a reference to that. I see. Is it like? Is that kind of like a Netflix and chill sort of thing? <laughs> Something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's all a bit um, like Rockstar. Uh, there was some hil- hilarity coming out of Rockstar's Twitter account. Uh, the night this was shown, uh, yeah. them sort of saying, "What is this made-up bollocks? Was Basil Brush busy or something?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, they they, oh, they just said it's a load of made-up bollocks. They they disassociated themselves before this had even come out. Um, they they weren't cooperating with the filmmakers, but you know, uh, they're rock they, stars. They, well, yeah, this is it. Well, but the thing is, apparently, they said it was based on the book. Which didn't have the official say anyway. Which is called Jacked, and I have it on my shelf, but I haven't read it yet. Because you don't read. (laughs) No, generally not, no. So I just waited for the movie. I bought it so girls would be impressed sometimes. (laughs) Literally someone at work gave it to me. They were like, oh, you like that stuff. Uh, So I was like, uh oh, oh, it's a book though. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When do I plug the controller uh, in? (laughs) Yeah, but um, no, one of the uh, most hilarious scenes is there's a bit in the film where 
they uh, go on a little scouting, Ricky, on of like Compton, and it's oh like Daniel God. Radcliffe and his posse all dressed up like E17 <laughs> with camcorders, and like they go along and and like. Then a gangster comes along in a in a in a uh, lowered car and comes out and they're like he's like what are you all about and um they're like uh, they're like we make Grand Theft Auto and they're like oh mate that's sick I love that you know like it's just so cringeworthy it's unbelievable <laughs> so uh, yeah mm. uh, so that was that I think they even ripped into that in the Twitter as well isn't it <laughs> just <laughs> oh they partic- they highlighted that particularly yeah. uh, Eurogamer did a little review of it. Uh, the, the day after as well and uh yeah so i don't know I, I i thought it was kind of interesting just seeing that stuff done but it wasn't done very well um probably better off just reading an article about it if you're interested yeah at least nobody <laughs> fucked a pig in the face well no there nothing like that no. <laughs> apart from kermit <laughs> yeah um Right, what else is there? Uh, what did you think of the end of Hannibal, John? Um, it was like the ultimate bromance at the end there, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know they had that going on throughout the whole show, but I didn't think it was that necessary, to be honest. It was a bit on the nose for me. It was a bit like, should we kiss now? No, let's just let's just keep on going. Yeah. Thelma and Louise style, straight over the cliff. Sorry, yeah. massive spoilers. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll bleep that. I don't know. But, I mean, I liked all the Red Dragon stuff. I thought they did that really well. Uh, they still did it, like, out of sequence a bit. But uh, it was... It, I, I see why they did that. Because they wanted to do the other thing at the end. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I like the red, I like the Red Dragon bits. And having Thorin Oakenshield as Red Dragon was pretty cool. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, fantastic actor. Fair. I'm looking forward to seeing him in some other bits. But, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you you didn't really like the ending at all. You you said to me before, like previously. Yeah, yeah. But um, I thought at least it tied it up quite nicely. But the the shock at the end, you know, the little five second clip that we got. Oh God, yeah, that, that was, was awful. really <laughs> that that I, it was it was slowly literally going off a cliff at the end. There. Yeah, it was like almost like a metaphor. Like fuck it, we're not getting renewed. Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guess you know that um, that Hannibal survives this series anyway because um, we already know that he goes on to do the Science of the Lamb stuff, but they obviously yeah. didn't have the rights for that. Um, so, and we also know that Will Graham survives, right? Because he's in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, no, he's not. I don't remember. I think him he's being referenced in it and as still being alive. Isn't he her yeah. boss or some expert uh, they bring in? Maybe. Googling. It's been such a long time. I'm pretty sure he's in it, or at least referred to. In, he might be getting psychiatric treatment at the time, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, probably. He's, yeah, he's probably in hospital. Poor bugger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. It was. I'd still, I'd still definitely uh, recommend people watch at least the end of season three, because it was a bit ropey at the beginning. Uh, I thought. Yeah, it did. It did get really good towards the middle, and then going through to the end, and then as you, depending on what your view is of that ending. <laughs> but yeah. there's so many shows that don't like the, the ending. Never lives up to your expectations. I mean, can you name one other than, like, I guess Breaking Bad? But other than that, there's not really been any shows that have ended the way that you might have hoped. In my opinion. Yeah. 
He's briefly referred to in Silence of the Lambs. Uh, Clary Starling notes that Will Graham, the keenest hound ever to run in Crawford's pack, was a legend at the FBI. Was. And there's some other bits, but yeah, it's it's not very specific. Oh, uh, okay. So... We need somebody who yeah. reads books to let us know what happened <laughs> via Twitter, please. Yeah, I read Red Dragon, but I didn't read Science of the Lambs because I'd already seen the movie. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah. But, uh, no, that's good. Um, what else have we got here? Um, the Strain. I've, I've, I'm about halfway through season <laughs> two of that now. Me too. Um, it's a little bit slow, um, but I've enjoyed binging on it. Mm. Um, have you seen the latest one yet? I've only seen up to episode six, so literally he's gone to Washington now and oh, through yeah. a brilliantly convoluted bit of storytelling has uh, got his actual hair on now yeah. instead of the wig he was wearing through the first half of it. Oh, is that a wig? Yeah. And by his actual hair, bald. you mean like he's a proper spud head? Yeah. Yeah. He's not got any. Um, I found it quite funny. I reckon he must have gone, look, I'm not wearing that fucking wig anymore. Yeah, it's itchy, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, and the only other notable thing about season two is, um, oh, there's a couple. The first one is they've replaced the kid with um, Damien from The Omen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the first He's thing I noticed. He's a little brat, isn't he? I want him to die The horribly. thing is... I, I wonder. I, I just thought they should just put him on a stick and dangle him in front. Just... Yeah, feed him to the kids. How how good are those kids though? They're fucking oh, so they're nasty. Creepy. Yeah, they are. Have very you seen creepy. Ian? I have not. It's definitely <laughs> worth a watch. It is definitely worth. Um, it's it's a bit. It's it's. Um, I I personally think that they are like some of the most. Um, ingenious and original like on-screen monsters I've seen in years and obviously in them being from the mind of Guillermo del Toro it's like unless yeah. he's basing it on anything is or is good? it just no no it's <laughs> not it's all um, <laughs> you know it's, it's from from his books that he's written on they're brilliant I mean the master looked a bit dodgy yeah like the, the big arch vampires there but um, he's been replaced with a a new yeah, he has vampire. at this point. That's literally the last thing that happened, and I knew mm. that that was going to happen. Ah, uh, okay. Like, it does. It gets a lot better from where you are in. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. Because cool. it has been a little bit slow. That at the moment they're kind of trying to manufacture a, a disease to take on the the disease, um, and mm. uh, yeah, that was all a little bit slow and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I wasn't enjoying the new kid. He's He's really wretched. Like I just can't believe where they found him out of some horrible. I don't know. He's not a natural born survivor, that boy, is he? No, I, well, I just don't have any sympathy for him. Well, the first kid they had was fine. I tell you what, you're, you're, I think by the end of the next episode, if you don't like him now, you're really gonna fucking hate him. Oh my god! <laughs> I just start losing it at that point, and I'm like, hurry up and get off the screen I think I said to you up. Rob he actually gives early Walking Dead Carl a run for his money and you know how much everyone yeah. hated him <laughs> yeah well like... maybe he'll blossom into a, a stunning actor but I don't know or maybe he'll go Macaulay Culkin I don't know. Yeah. maybe having, having read the comics of The Walking Dead and then watching that show I just want what happens to Carl to happen a lot quicker in a TV show <laughs> yeah um, absolutely <laughs> it's, okay it's a uh, mystery <laughs> okay 
This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with NotListening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast. And you can also hear Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast too. Please email us your thoughts on the show at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can also find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a review. And that's all. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.